And when you can access that, when you can go past the fear of I'm not enough or people won't like me or whatever, and you can really reach the beauty, that's when the actual transformation happens. Welcome to Satori Prime's Have It All podcast, where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff. A podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance. You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self, and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now, fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. All right, my friends, so in keeping with our meditation theme, I thought I'd read one more to you. Her name is Kim Meadows, and she writes, wow, can't thank you enough, intense emotions. Actual pain when I meditated yesterday in my heart, then feeling calm and serene as this energy dissipated. Crazy insights I haven't thought of concerning myself. You and your brother are a blessing to me and all who know you. Thank you, Kim, so much for sharing that with me. And Kim is actually one of our recent uh, members in our masterclass. So we're excited to be working with you as well. Um, for you out there, if you're interested in doing this meditation for yourself and start to get these insights and healings for yourself, you can head over to satoriprime.com forward slash meditate. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash meditate. And my recommendation is take this on as a challenge for the next 30 days, at least for the next seven to 10 and see how it unfolds and then continue on from there. And I know that if you do, a bunch of our clients have been doing this already. Uh, it is incredible what your body is able to release and heal if you just have the right tools to do it. So again, satoriprime.com forward slash meditate. And Kim, as always, thank you so much for sharing this amazing testimonial with us. Have an amazing day, guys, and enjoy this podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Personal Development Without the Fluff. We have a threesome here, which is always a good sign. Uh, guys here with us as well. Hey, bro, say hi. Hey, what's going on, guys? He's, by the way, for those that are not watching this on video, he is wearing uh, specs like glasses today. So this is- There's gonna be so many more glasses coming. I, I bought like 15 pairs. This is a new look. Is this gonna be like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? We're gonna feel it out. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we're really excited. We have a guest here today who wrote a book called Spiritual Ninja, which I absolutely love the title. Uh, her name is Janelle Krista. So Janelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. I yeah, love you. So uh, before we dive into all the other goodies, why don't you give people a little bit of background on yourself and what you're bringing through to the world today? All right. Well, uh, I am a producer, I guess, a creator, actress, filmmaker, writer, screenwriter, and now an author, which is exciting because that's always been a dream of mine since I was little. But um, I, this last year, wrote a series of books, and the first one that's coming out is uh, called Spiritual Ninja, and it's basically 
a book on, you know, practical stool, tools to stay grounded, connected, protected, and centered in a chaotic world. And with everything that's happening right now, I feel like it's pretty timely. <laughs> I was going to say, could not have come at a better time. <laughs> um, can you just share, because I loved the, the definition. I never really thought of ninja in the way that you actually defined it. Um, I will say this, what's really interesting is I have this um, deep kind of like connection to the samurais. Mm. Like whenever I watch one of those movies, I just like feel like I was at some point some samurai warrior. So when I read that, wow, that makes so much sense, that's so cool. Um, so why ninja? Um. Well, you know, if you really research this back in the in the day, they were the most revered spiritually because they could do things like fly or be in two places at one time. Um, and the most revered ninjas were the ones who never used their swords. They were the ones that could just use their spiritual powers and work with people's energy centers. So I'm fascinated by ninjas and the whole concept of, you know, evolving to that state, whether you're really flying or you're in two places at once, you know, or you're just an incredible magician, whatever, but it's inspiring to me. And so my definition, you know, the spiritual ninja is kind of a magical, badass, no fluff soldier in the army of love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that the point that was really fascinating to me was like, if there was a hierarchy of ninjas, the one who used violence the least or pulled out his sword the least was considered to be the, the highest mark, which is kind of counterintuitive to obviously what we've seen in movies and things like that. Yeah. But I really love that because it just spoke to who they were from like the inside, yeah. um, which is cool. I'd never really heard that before. Um, given how timely this book is and Given the situation that we're in, I know you also, you've coached people, um, high level people. So I think the world in general and the mind of human tends to freak out uh, when it comes to this kind of level of unknown that I don't think any human has ever experienced before. Um, so how do you like, when you're looking at people out there right now, feeling lost, confused, anxious, stressed, et cetera, uh, what are things that both you're practicing and then sharing with others to kind of find that ground that you were talking about? Well, I have to say that um, the, probably the first place to start, this might sound a little strange, but um, I have a feeling with you guys I can go there. It's not that strange, but I feel like the first really big step you have to take is really discern what's yours and what's not even yours. Brilliant. You know, like there's so much chaos in the world and it's amazing to me because I feel like everyone suddenly has so many opinions <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> so righteous and in their way. And it's like, you can't even have a conversation with someone or even have any kind of, you know, first principle thinking because it's, it's just this way or that way or whatnot. And so, you know, you spend an hour on social media and all of a sudden you have all this energy that's not even yours, you know, or you turn on the news and you witness some kind of fear happening in an emergency room or, or whatever, and it could not even be yours and you then carry it around. So I think the first step really is to discern what's mine and what's not mine. And, and 
realize that it's not all yours and really make a conscious effort to actually disconnect from the collective consciousness mm. psychosis <laughs> that's happening. And so that way you can deal with your own psychosis, but you know that it's yours. And <laughs> Easier and, to deal with one than the many. <laughs> exactly. And you can tap in and tune into that and you can actually work with that and heal that, um, you know, using a bunch of tools to stay grounded and connected. But you can't do any of that until you separate from the world. Yeah, sure. That's like everyone's uh, schizophrenic. So why, why take on other people's schizophrenia? <laughs> um, yeah. When you say so, we have a, uh, there's a concept in um, the character style is called me, not me. Um, but when you say like what's mine and what's yours, uh, uh, talking about energetically, are you talking about mindset? Are you talking about everything? Do you want to just like create distinctions and clarify what that means? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's all of it, really. You know, but I would say. Um, energetically, number one, because, uh, you know, we, we consume things, we are energy. So everything that we consume is energy. And so working with things on an energetic level, um, and, and determine in doing everything you possibly can to create your own space. So I do a lot of work with people where you can actually work with, you know, finding what's emotions and uh, that belong to you and what belong to other people using tools. You know, you can use muscle testing or, or um, you know, pendulums or, or whatever you want to be able to um, try to find those different things. But I think really just very, very basic going into your own body and closing your eyes, going into meditation and feeling you know, is this mine or is this some ladies that I picked up from the grocery store? Because we really do, we absorb everything, whether we're conscious of it or not, you know, we all are empaths. We, we can't help it. It's in our nature and it's in our biology. So, so yes, an energetic level, spiritual level, but it also can become very physical in the sense that, uh, you know, if we consume something enough, it can create physical blocks in our body that can be, you know, really, really difficult because then you have to go through even deeper processes. So to be able to detox and release that stuff. So I think starting on an energetic level is the best place to begin. Yeah, that's great. And, and I know that a lot of the book, you, you talk about this, this gift of being an empath. And I think right now with the noise levels, I guess, of, of the world and the collective. Um, I think empaths that are not quite aware that they have these open channels and mm -hmm. pathways are probably really, really feeling it in a yeah. big way. Um, so I'd love to hear, because I know you and your daughter, you, you spoke about that in the book as well. Like, are there practices... I think you shared some even in the book, but are there practices that you're taking on other than me, not me type practices to protect oneself from kind of this wave that's happening right yeah. now in the world? You know, one of the things that I'm doing, which not everyone can right now, um, is, is going outside and putting my feet on the ground. Um, I, I really think nature is the number one best medicine we can possibly have. So if you have a backyard, or if you don't, if you open your window and you breathe in fresh air, which we actually are having super fresh air right now because there's not a lot of pollution going on, which is amazing. So even just opening your window and getting some of that breeze, you know, really going to the foundations of what makes us human, what makes us physical and tapping in, tuning in with the elements, you know, whether that's 
taking a bath or a shower or, um, you know, lighting a candle and just sitting and meditating with the fire, but going into those, those real elements that make up who we are, you know, on a really grounded level. And then we can start to bring in the cosmos and the, and the, you know, the sun and the moon and the stars and, and the spirituality. But I think really going into the humanity of it is, is going to be absolutely key. You know, um, I, I've been practicing working, and I think I obviously can talk about this here with you guys, is I've been really working with the chakra centers a lot. I think yes. that's a really, really powerful way to stay balanced. And I think the easiest way for people to do that is to go one by one through these centers and imagine them all balanced and just spend five minutes in meditation and you'll feel better. You know, you, you breathe, you go in, you meditate on some color, you focus on things that give you power, such as safety, security, expression, intuition, spirituality, love. I mean, it's going to make you feel better and it's going to make you feel connected with yourself. Yeah. You had this uh, beautiful meditation. It was like a series of them where, where you create this kind of, um, protective bubble mm -hmm. around yourself. Wow. Uh, can you just share that? I thought that was super powerful. I actually, I have to tell you, like I've had to uh, a few times kind of like leave my house mm -hmm. um, just to go out and grab things, et cetera. And I was consciously aware as I was like driving and just creating that kind of protective layer around me. And I've even um, expanded it to just, you know, protecting the people in my house and our house and things like that. And it's, it's, it's a cool visualization practice, so I'd love for you to share it. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really helpful, too. I'm glad you're using it. I've been using it, too. Um, so really, I believe, and I love that you're, you're you know, making the bubble bigger, but um, and that's awesome. So you start with creating this bubble around yourself, you know, energetically, in your imagination, using visualization. And you can get very creative with this bubble, you know, for, for me. Uh, I will often use the elements because I really, a lot of the spiritual work that I've done has been using the elements and using uh, Hawaiian shamanism and, and tapping into there. So I know how much power there is in the elements. So I'll imagine a shield around me that's made of a waterfall, you know, and nothing can get past it, but it's, you know, it's strong and it's fierce and yet it's gentle and it's calming and it's comforting for me. Or you can imagine fire around you, or you can imagine um, your ancestors around you, or a mirror around you, or a literal bubble. You know, whatever it is, uh, you, your imagination can explore with it, and you can go with it uh, however you'd like. And then you start to expand that bubble. You can, as you leave your house, like you said, you put the bubble around your car. You know, you put the bubble around your your family or your home or your neighborhood or your community. And what you're doing is you're really establishing this high level of, of protectiveness for all those things that you love, which is also going to help you tap into gratitude. And that is going to literally raise your vibration and your frequency on a physical level. So it's a, it's a starting point, but it can expand into something even greater. Yeah. It's been, it's been really fun to like play with what in the moment the visualization bubble wants to be like the first time I did it, it was, it was kind of like you said, like a bubble. I then imagine this like, um, I think it was kind of like the superhero movies in me, but that like 
force field like clear thing that when people touch it it's just like (laughs) (laughs) yes it was really fun yeah it's and and i think for empaths in general we we actually did this um exercise that we were taught where empaths if if they can imagine it's like cords get like energies are constantly being like plugged into us all the time but empaths just feel it a lot more and so this guy taught us this trick where you almost put yourself in like a like a cement egg if you will and as you close your hands you literally put yourself into this place and you just find yourself in this very tranquil peaceful state as all these parts kind of come off of you and you could sit there as long as you want um so it kind of reminded me of that but like i could just walk and see people through it if I could just change a conversation a little bit, um, my personal curiosity is, uh, I know you have children at home, one's young, one's older. Um, how are you having these level of conversations with them and, and what are you feeling? Like, how are you uh, sharing this information? I'm always curious because mine is eight and a half and seven. So I'm always kind of like, how are you creating these higher level conversations with your children? Yeah, you know, it's, I think it's an everyday thing, just like with this whole entire process. It's like yeah. every single day is a new day. Uh, you know, in the beginning with my little one, because he's three, you know, it was, it was like trying to explain it to him in a way that would make sense to him. Like, oh, a lot of people have a cold right now. So we're going to just stay home so we can protect ourselves. And, and, you know, my daughter, she's 13, so she understands what's going on. And she's more fearful um, in her nature. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, she's a type six Enneagram. So she's all about safety, security, and and fear is her driving force in life. Wow. So, you know, I'm having to tap in a little bit differently with her and address her fear. I always am suggesting to her to really lean into the fear and look at it you know what is the possible worst possible scenario that could happen and let that play out and let her have that expression and then you can go from there you know it's like really really allowing you to have all the space for all of your feelings she's been pretty up and down she's been you know a little bit depressed I would say and it's, I imagine being 13 years old and trapped in a house with your parents. That sounds like hell on earth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, but really working with her uh, to, again, it's going to the foundation of, okay, we're going to pull you out of the house to go in the backyard to, to do some exercise. Our trails in Santa Barbara are still open. So we have been able to get out on a trail. We've been hiking every day. That's and really, awesome. you know, I'm trying to not, I guess, have what I'm saying, not have such a high level, huge spiritual conversation with her and with my son, but more uh, really practical, staying grounded to the earth. You know, what is in our power? What can we do? All right, we can't go see all of our friends. We can't, you know, go shopping and do all these things that we want to do. But what we can do is we can go for a walk. We can uh, pet the dog. We can do all of this, you know, just the very, very basic things that can keep you sane yeah i think it's so easy for the mind in this like you said to go into the all the things that you can't do or all the things that have been taken away from you um 
I have a sense that when we, whenever it is that we come out of this, we'll all look back at this time and miss things that were available to us now. Um, And I really hope that people actually have the opportunity to appreciate the gift side of all this. Obviously, like everything has a gift and everything has a shadow. Um, But just, you know, like the amount of time that we get to be with our family and like our kids the slowing down in the pace of life, the more time to sit and read and meditate. Um, honestly, like we were even saying yesterday, so there's a Jewish holiday that, that's happening right now and we couldn't be with each other in physical form. So the first night we had a Zoom conversation with my parents and we got to share that with them. The second night we had like all of our friends on Zoom together and we were doing these different parts. And you know, the chat, we have like a WhatsApp chat afterwards with all the group of friends. And everyone's like, I got off this call just feeling so in love and happy. And because it's like, you're choosing who to spend time with. And when you spend time with them now, it's just that. It's not in a loud restaurant or a club or a this or a that. You're, you're just actually like connecting to people. And I feel like when we all go back to the pace of life as it was, maybe it won't be, but um, these are going to be times where we look back on and go like, remember the time when we were able to do this, this, and this. So I love the shifting that conversation into what we can do mm-hmm. uh, versus yeah. what we can't. Um, I had a question and then, yeah, go ahead, bro. I was going to say, I certainly think connection is probably one of the biggest things that seems to be the cornerstone of what's happening right now. Um, I know we even had a client yesterday who's on their own. And it, and it, what I find really interesting right now, every time I talk to people is like, it's like everyone is getting their perfect lesson in whatever circumstance they're in. Some people are with their families and it's like the worst thing on earth for them. Some people are completely alone and it's the worst thing on earth for them. Um, I've had a lot of like, uh, physical ailments just for myself and my son, uh, going on right now, which has been really challenging. And, um, usually when I'm fearful, like it treasures up a lot of anger for me. And then I was sitting in bed kind of doing the me, not me stuff last night. Cause I, I had a, to be in the emergency room at a children's hospital yesterday for, um, five hours. And as you can imagine, there's a lot you see and a lot you pick up there. So it was just, uh, and then of course there's all the red tape that comes along with being in a hospital and like the government thing. So all that stuff just kind of made its way into my system. And I was sitting in bed last, last night, kind of working it through my system, getting myself back to ground. And I thought to myself, you know, like anger always gets me. It's like what hooks me and, and, and makes my consciousness like kind of get overtaken. And I was trying to imagine how other people's systems work, how some people get really overtaken by sadness or depression or by hopelessness and stuff like that. And I was actually feeling a lot of, um, empathy because we're all at the end of the day stuck in the same trap we call it a lot of different names but we we all get stuck in our own ways and i and that was about as stuck as i have felt in a a really long time even today it's still kind of it's it's been a very um dark (laughs) dark week in california it's been raining nonstop, especially for san diego it's so ugly outside right now i'm not ugly but rainy um so it just like fits the mood (laughs) on top of everything um but yeah i i I find it very interesting right now that it's like we're all facing these different things that maybe we wouldn't have looked at, whether it's energetic or spiritual or mental or physical or whatever it might be. Um, so uh, on that note, I, I, I'm always curious, like, you know, for you right now with all the lessons that you've taken, spiritual ninja, you've been an actress, you've done a lot of incredible things, um, lowlights and highlights, like what's, what's, what's the best part? What's the worst part of the current situation? 
uh, definitely the best part has been spending time with family, you know, which was actually kind of a surprise. I'm going to sound like a terrible person right now, but I really, like an honest person right now. <laughs> I really enjoy my work and I really enjoy my space and I like to go to my office and I like to just have my own space yeah. you know, and have not had any of that whatsoever. So I was really, the first couple of days I was like, oh shit, this is not going to be good. Mommy's going to be crazy. <laughs> but it's been really surprising. That has been 100%. The best part of this has been the snuggles and the action, you know, just, just laying up on the couch together, reading books and, and connecting, playing outside. Uh, it's been really, really magnificent. So I thought that that would have been like the overwhelm from the situation and uh, the uh, it's been such a blessing and so beautiful and as far as the difficult parts um <laughs> i don't i don't know i guess it's it's just been the the unknown really of how long is this going to last yeah. um i i am very i am very conscious and aware that not everyone does have a good home life yeah. and so that is very high on my mind of a low point of thinking about uh, you know the, the households that don't have the tools yeah. that, you know especially tools to go into chakras and balance them but even tools to be able to handle yourself without hitting somebody you know or hurting somebody yeah. so uh, I'm very aware of people that are suffering from mental illness and that are alone so that's been I think the hardest part of all of this and in that, I also think that there's a, a real beauty in being able to have unawareness. And there's also a bigger conversation about it now. And I think that that's really, really powerful. We can take this time, those of us that do have the tools to come out of this and really have an even greater inspiration to help and heal and to bring greater awareness to things that are, are not so great and help create new systems and new approaches for how we go about life and create an environment for people. So that's kind of been the ups and downs for me. Yeah. As an energy, this is what I wanted to ask you. So you're obviously like super tapped in, have been for a long time. From a felt sense, not, not media, not, you know, what's actually happening, but like from a felt sense, from an energetics place, what have you been tuning into? What's been showing up? Have you felt anything new, different during this time? Like what's coming through for you? You know, I actually do think that there's a tremendous amount of darkness that is coming up uh, and is being brought into light, mm -hmm. probably because we've all slowed down enough to be able to see what's always been right in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> but it is painful you know that's it's really painful and there is of course lots of emotions that come up with that but i feel that it's in a bigger picture if we you know if we could fast forward in five years from now and not even that long you know like a year five years 20 years it would be a whole different world you know i do feel like we've entered a whole new age and a whole new world and we're experiencing a, a birth of that you know on a really high level a, a, we're stepping into a, a bigger consciousness and becoming aware of a bigger consciousness so we're 
all looking around going, what the hell just happened? Yeah. I don't really think anything's ever going to go back to the way that it was. I think everything's going to change. I think that that's been going on for a few years uh, and we've been able to have some really big events. 2016 was a crazy year energetically for everyone. And I think we all knew 2020 was going to be crazy, but this is a whole new level. (laughs) Um, But I really do energetically know that there is a massive silver lining in all of this and we're going to come out better because I think that's in our human nature. I think we are inherently good. And so we can, even though all this darkness is coming up and it's being, you know, brought to light, that's the beauty in it is that it is being brought to light. So it's going to be a crazy couple of years. I really do think that, and, but it's going to get a lot better. Yeah. This, this time has been highly prophesized about in many texts, many traditions. Um, <clears throat> very interesting. Cause it's like, we have gone through all this anyway, like we're just been given an accelerated window. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that too. I, I think we'll look back at this moment with extraordinary gratitude um, all the challenges that you're speaking of, right? All these thoughts that are coming to mind that may have never even penetrated your consciousness before. Like that's, yeah, it's important to have me, not me. And it's also important to be able to connect to the consciousness of the human body, all of one and seeing all these parts because there is, you know, whether you're a conspiracy theorist happening right now. And I, I like going down some of those myself. Um, whatever it is, it, it does seem like a lot of, you know, the underbelly of society, so to speak, is kind of like people have time to look. It's not just yeah. about going about your life and take those things into consideration and really think about what are other people going through? Because look, we're, we're sitting here on, on Zoom, uh, pretty privileged lives. Um, and, and part of that privilege to me, the duty of that is being able to have these philosophical, spiritual, spiritual conversations for the evolution because we're not worried about our base needs survival things like a lot of people in the world still have to worry about. And I, and I think they're not in a hierarchical way, but there is a kind of like a process to awakening and your energy or the soul or whatever, like chooses a certain path life. And that's just what you have to deal with in order to up, up the ante, so to speak on the level of consciousness. Um, I'm, I'm extraordinarily curious. Yeah. And I'm not in no rush to get there because for me, it's like this time I, I, I know it's like, kind of shitty thing to say at some level, but kind of like really important in my point of view is that this actually doesn't end prematurely. I'm sure it'll be the perfect amount of time as all things are. Um, but that it's not like, Oh, next week we're like, Oh, it's Thursday and, and we're out again, you know, and, and let's get back to, to normal because I think there's, there is an opportunity in, in the even more extension period of time. Cause like right now the mind might hang on to like, okay, cool. This will be over soon what if it isn't though? Right. And then there's like this whole other challenge that, that the consciousness has to overtake or, or, or on this like nation. So I'm like, I feel optimistic. Like even this week has been so challenging for me and, and I don't feel about the way that I would have maybe a year ago, Mm -hmm. you know, there's like this kind of like knowingness that I can't quite describe yet because it is kind of coming out of the unknown that it's like my relationship with God and however you define that feels closer than it has before. Like faith is so crucial right now in a way that I think it's tested in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the Western world, you know, we've had religion that we've had a lot of spirituality and suddenly it's like what, when you wake up on a Wednesday and Thursday is going to look a lot the same, like how much faith 
need, but when everything is ass backwards wonky and the aliens might be coming, like, you know, a little bit of faith is necessary. So, um, yeah, I love it. And you, you had mentioned early on that the books that you're writing is a, is a series of books. Yeah. So the first one is this, uh, the spiritual ninja, which is all the foundational tools for all the stuff we've been having a conversation about. Um, the, the, and they're all written, they're just getting edited and designed now. So they'll be out this year, um, which is <laughs> exciting. And it was crazy last year, just being on my computer and, and working so much. But, uh, the next one is called, uh, chakra grub and it's a chakra what? Grub. Chakra grub. grub. <laughs> <laughs> it's some, somewhat of a cookbook, but it's half of it is, uh, how to weed and seed your your negative beliefs from your from your mind, and so they're recipes, recipes for the for the mind. And then the second half of the book is is really how to weed the toxic particles and things from your body, and then seed them with or seed your body with, with nutritional therapies. So that's food, actual food recipes. So that's kind of taking an approach of of you know looking at the body as a whole. Not and I I have a two chapters that are on the auric field. And so it's a whole different approach to, <laughs> to feeding yourself. And then uh, the one of the books is called Harmony Keys, and that's really dives into a healing modality that I've created. And it goes into how to find stuffed emotions in your body. I believe that stuffed emotions are really the root of all disease. And I, I wrote a whole book about that. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have actually two more books <laughs> that are also getting done. So it's a full, full series of books. Amazing. <laughs> Can we talk about the stuck emotion here for a second? Cause one of the things that I've really started to feel that, so I was asking you like the felt sense of what's happening. Uh, I said to a friend of mine the other day that it's, it's almost like the world got louder, um, that, that everything's kind of like right up there in our faces. Um, he gave me a, a reframe, like a, like a different way to look at it, which is not that everything got louder, but it's kind of like what you had said before. I think the rest of the world got a lot quieter mm -hmm. and we just have access to see the stuff that has been there knocking on our door for so long. And now there's just no, I mean, you could still use your coping mechanisms. I just think it's a lot more obvious, right? It's like it's been uh, pronounced. So people are obviously going through that. We, you know, the three of us and, and people that we know have a ton of tools on how to do this kind of deep, deep work. But if you wouldn't mind, like just to give people like a few snippets of this harmony keys, just cause I know you said it's like simple and practical mm -hmm. uh, to actually notice these things and really start to just do the work now before we kind of step into this new age. Yeah. Uh, well, Harmony Keys is a, a system where you actually create, you can identify and find when an emotion was, why it was stuffed, how it was stuffed, where it got stuffed. And it it's through a series of tests that you can find that. And I believe that, and I know actually, and I don't just believe, but I know that not only do these constricting emotions get stuffed, but actually these really positive emotions get stuffed. And that's something that I've never really seen anywhere else. Uh, I don't really hear people talking about that, but really actually all emotions are positive. We know that because we know that sadness or 
or despair or whatnot or feedback. It's just feedback for That's us right. to be able to understand what's going on in our reality and how we're perceiving it. So all emotions are positive. So that's kind of a little bit of a paradigm shift there. But also emotions such as gratitude, which is not necessarily an emotion, it's more of a state of being, but um, happiness or gratitude, those also can get stuffed inside of us. And they can be very, very detrimental to our health. I think more detrimental to our health than depression or whatnot, mm. because really, the depression is kind of like a layer over the positive emotion, kind of protecting that, that beautiful, precious thing. And so when you can get to that precious thing that you've stuffed down inside of you, you can really live from that state. So an example of this would be, you know, say that your wife does the dishes and you're grateful to her for doing the dishes, but say that she never ever does the dishes and so you don't really want to express that gratitude to her because you are afraid that she will you know if she, if she gets that thankfulness uh, that she'll just stop doing it because she never does it anyway and you feel entitled to her doing the dishes every day so that's kind of a funny example but it can it can get stuffed inside of us this gratitude and then we don't aren't able to live from that state so it can be really really damaging to us because then we can get stuck in our entitlement and our resentment instead of tapping into the beauty a more extreme example would be say your parents were horrible to you and uh, growing up and say you used that as a way to push through and become a better person and now you're uh you know really highly successful at your job or, or whatever. And yet you refuse to feel grateful for that experience because it will let them off the hook. Yep. And so then you start to create illness in your body because you're stuffing this inside of you. Hmm. So I think, you know, really looking into emotion as a full spectrum you know i like to think of emotion like a instrument it's like a piano it has all these beautiful different notes it's yeah, a kaleidoscope yeah. of different energies and as human beings we have just this massive range i think you know you mentioned aliens earlier i would say that what makes us so interesting to aliens would be this massive range of emotion that we have and and the fact that we can go through the most horrific things, but hold on to hope mm. and, and use that as a way to overcome. It's just, it's miraculous and it's beautiful. But I think really reframing the way that we look at emotion, look at and changing the fact that all of them are positive and really knowing that and owning that. And also that I can stuff these positive emotions too. And so recognizing when I'm doing that and, and being brave enough to do so, you know, like for a long time, I really stuffed beauty inside of me because I was, I had low self-esteem. And so I would stuff beauty inside of me. And, and when you can access that, when you can go past the fear of I'm not enough or people won't like me or, or whatever, and you can really reach the beauty, that's when the actual transformation happens. It's not when you reach the fear or the I'm not enough. That's a phase of it. But when you get to the beauty, that's where the healing happens. Wow. Yeah, you gave me a, a beautiful thought, actually, because um, I agree with you on the emotional scale, right? It's just um, 
it's like if it's all God, then it's all good kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but so it's like if whatever, um, if all emotions are good, then whatever source the emotion is also good. Yeah. Right. It's 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 all like one lineage kind of thing, and I and I do think that's kind of the the thing we're embarking on right now is learning how to harness our emotions, not as something to judge, but as a, a almost like a tool of intuition mm-hmm. about not just our personal guidance, but our guidance as a collective, uh, our guidance as a consciousness. And it's like, what, what information are we getting from, from the planet? If everyone's suddenly getting sick, right. As they are like, that's a, that's a certain feedback from our planet. And then again, there's a lot of um, science that talks about how viruses are actually misunderstood and that it's really just like a, a network of communication that the uh, planet uses in order to inform our DNA on how to better, like better be suited to be on the planet basically. So it's like, and again, when you start looking at all these perspectives, it's like everything's available. The only thing that changes is where are you looking at things from? Like we're yeah. all, we're all having these experiences. It's just, um, again, I, I, I don't like using a higher level of view because it makes it sound like there's a hierarchy to, to points of view, but just like whether it's vertical or horizontal, doesn't matter to me, but just, you know, you, you change the observer and reality changes. You, you change where people are looking from and life changes. So I think it's, um, I don't find it coincidental that even during this time, I, I found like a lot of people putting out very spiritual messages, whether they know it or not, like, like hope, like you said, right. Is really, um, beautiful on, on the table. So, um, I just wanted to thank you for being another person on the planet. That's giving just beautiful messages to people. Um, it's super, super important. And, uh, I have a feeling that, uh, uh, yeah, I'm curious right now because you have this like range of children at home, like a 13 year old and a three year old. And I imagine who you were when the 13 year old was a three year old and who you are now when the three year old to three year old is a really different person. And yeah. it'll be interesting to watch uh, kind of like how they embark on their different journeys because of where mom has been. Yeah, 100%. They definitely have different moms for sure. I, yeah. I'm constantly having to deal with releasing guilt around, <laughs> around that with my, my firstborn. <laughs> I, I just keep reminding myself, I'm doing the best that I know how in the moment. That is it. That's all you can do, 100%. I, I feel like no matter how enlightened you think you are, that that's going to be the case. You know, like we were we were sitting at the hospital yesterday and my son's not been through any of those kind of things before. And you're just like, just watching them poke and prod a child is like the last thing in the world we ever wanted to, to do to him. And then you just feel awful. Like you're not protecting your child. And again, like I, I know from where I sit about what reality is and what spirituality is, is that that's part of the journey. There, there's yeah. something, there's something in that, that that child gets to have the yeah. guilt that we're experiencing as parents um, that's more of our, our work. It's not that's really your work. Yep. That's how we're really, what we put on our children, just the same way you said, you know, somebody has parents that were brutal to them or, or didn't treat them well. And that does a very important part for that person's development as well. Yeah, completely. 100%. It's a full, full spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Janelle, I, I would love to just, if you don't mind to go a little bit deeper into the part that you just spoke about, the, the stuffing, the beauty, mm-hmm. um, because I think men struggle with this part too, but I think specifically women, there, there's just a lot of stuff about self-image. And I mean, I don't know if people can see you on screen and I hope you don't mind me saying this, but Janelle is stunning. Like you, you radiate. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's, yeah. Um, the, the and, parts that can receive that and the parts that can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, and I'm, I'm yeah. curious because it's like, 
I know that there's girls growing up today that are creating all of these kind of body image things and self image things. And, uh, and there's women who are much older who are experiencing that same thing that they kind of were shamed into and out of. So if you don't mind, I would love for you to just kind of like, how did you get to that place under the layer, under the layer, under the layer? Because I think before that was probably like shame and not good enough and this and that. So like, that's kind of, I think where most people work on is that, but I love what you said where it's like, I didn't really hit till I got to that stuff beauty. And I I'd, honestly, I've never heard that. So I'm curious if you would be willing to take people through that process. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a really pretty traumatic process for me. <laughs> um, I had a lot of craziness growing up. Um, I was diagnosed bipolar when it was, they didn't really diagnose you bipolar when you're little, they wait till you're 18, but they said that that was very likely. Wow. I had repeated suicide attempts growing up and really, really struggled very deeply. I had crazy family life and moved around and it was, it was a, just an, a, a lot of intensity and I didn't really knew, know where I belonged in the world and I had really no sense, sense of self and definitely no sense of self-esteem. Uh, when I was 21, I got pregnant with my daughter and I used that as a way to make me better. I was like, well, I'm not willing to do this for me, but I'll do this for her because she deserves to have a, a really good life and a better life wow. than I had. So it was pretty remarkable because I had just gotten out of like my third time in drug rehab and I had been sober for two weeks and I got pregnant and it was a big shocker and nobody knew the guy and you know, I hardly knew the guy. And it was it was a really crazy period, but that was my first big wake up call of okay, what I what do I have to do to to get better because I'm not going to leave her alone in this world. Mm. And so it was uh it was amazing because at that time, I kind of like what I was talking about earlier, I started down this path of trying to find this crazy success. I became a, a coach for, you know, Fortune 500 companies and was doing sales stuff all, and traveling all over and was really, really motivated through trying to make money and through image. And so I became pretty obsessed with image. It was like, you know, I was doing modeling at the time too. So I was probably had a pretty serious eating disorder and and everything was about having a, a, the right tan, the right hair color, the right eyelashes. I mean, it was ridiculous. Wow. And I ended up uh, going and getting breast implants. And that, uh, I, I, had, I had a major uh, reaction, had an infection. I nearly died. Uh, I ended up having to have four surgeries over the course of eight years. And they basically ruined my life. I was really ill. I spent oh. eight years incredibly ill. And it, I finally got them taken out and removed and started to get better. But what was funny is during that time, I really started my healing work and I started working as a healer and helping people find stuffed emotions in their body. <laughs> Talk about projection. But I was really good at it. I could I could help people, and people were paying me a lot of money, and they were telling all their friends about me, and I was very popular to help people find these stuffed emotions. And eventually, it it, it 
it came back to me really realizing, you know, I had not even just on a, on a mental and emotional and spiritual level stuffed emotions in my body. I had made that physical by taking these, these plastic, you know, bags of literal poison. I mean, they're filled with carcinogens and neurotoxins and lead and aluminum. I mean, you name it when you actually look at the ingredient list in it. So what I had done is I had taken something that was an emotional thing and I had manifested it in a physical manner and then stuffed that in my body. So it was, it was like, Whoa. So I started doing this work and when I got them out and I had to go through a whole new identity, you know, I really, I had to go through this crazy whole new identity and it was amazing. It's because right after I got them taken out, I finally got pregnant and been able to get pregnant all these years. And so it was, um, then I had like a whole new identity. And so it was really spending the next couple of years actually releasing all of those feelings of I'm not enough and, and all these beliefs around what society thinks is beautiful and what I had started to exalt and revere as beautiful so I could find that real beauty inside of me. And where I really found it was working with that younger part of myself that had put it inside of me as a way to protect myself. And, and that is when the healing came and I've never been more confident in my entire life as I am now. And, and I'm, and I'm probably 20 pounds heavier. I don't have the big fake boobs. I don't have a spray tan, you know, but that's not where beauty comes from. So that was kind of a long story, but it was, it was my journey through that process. You should open every podcast with that story. Just, just saying (laughs) Uh, like, yeah, it's just such a beautiful depiction of everything that I think humans go through, but you have such a, like that, that that part with the physical that you like put that physical thing inside your body and then watch as your body just rejected the ever loving everything out of it and was like, I'm going to make you sick. I'm going to make you pay. Like, but we, we do this with emotion. We do this with the, I'm not good enough. We do this with the, I'm not worthy. We do this with the, um, Money. All these different, you know, like mine was I'm a loser, but you just got such a physical experience of it. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> That's the opening of Chakra Grub, so I'll, I'll send that to you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a really powerful story. And now the piece about like having shame and guilt about being two different moms for, <laughs> for your children, I was like, like interesting. But now it makes sense. You, you just came from a very, very different place. Yeah, exactly. So I have, uh, I have quite a few friends who have gone through that process too, like explant surgeries and have all reported very similar things. Yeah. Um, but I think what I like about that kind of story in general is like finding out that these, uh, the things that really matter aren't tied to achievement. Yeah. You know, it's like we tie so much to su- success or what we perceive as success. Elon and I have experienced that. We've had clients that have experienced it. You get there and it just doesn't feel it feels yeah. empty, you know, because the, the, the spiritual component isn't connected to what you've created. Oftentimes what you've created is out of alignment with what your soul or what you thought your purpose really was. Um, it was like, you know, trying to find safety in all the wrong places kind of situation. Yeah. And yeah, so, you know, I, I love, I love hearing more and more of these stories come out, especially around stuff like that, because there's been such a deterrent in like the, whatever the powers that be that try to squash these stories so they don't get out there. 
Yeah. I think it's, these are one of these important stories um, that I find just in, in, in health in general. Um, yeah, so thank you for sharing that with us. That's amazing. Thank you guys for letting me share an open space, especially with two men. You know, that's that's a that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> so thank you for that. I, I, I honestly like that the the nail in the coffin of that story was like you took him out and then you got pregnant. It's yeah. just like <laughs> I know. Yeah. You just can't like that you can't even make up stories like that. It's just yeah. so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Janelle, I mean, I'd love to keep having this conversation all day with you. Uh, and, and I really like, I just want to say this to you personally, you shine. Like you're like, there's a, a brightness to you. There's like a light, whatever you remove, there's like a light that literally shines Thank out you. of it. It's really, cry. really beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, where can people find it? Spiritual Ninja, books to come, what you do, like how do they connect with you? Uh, my website is, has Spiritual Ninja on it right now. It just barely went live. Uh, Amazon, I'm working on getting everything up there. It's kind of a pain. Uh, oh, I can only imagine it. now. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, but right now, Spiritual Ninja is on my website. I have a course for Spiritual Ninja as well. And I have the Harmony Keys course, which is a little bit more advanced. Um, and uh, I'm on Instagram uh, Janelle Krista, which is just my name. So it's J-A-N-E-L-L-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A.com as the website. And I just created a YouTube channel, which I'm very excited about because I'm a filmmaker. So I have lots of videos, but it, there's like no followers yet or anything, subscribers, yeah. whatnot. It's brand new, so don't yeah. judge me. <laughs> Instagram has kind of been my place where I've connected with people. So, and actually, right now, if you go to my website, you can get a free mini version of Spiritual Ninja, which has a couple of the the shielding meditations that we talked about, and the chakra meditation, and some stuff like that. Just some freebies. So. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day yeah, and your you family so to be with us. A pleasure i really really enjoyed it it was a very nice break too <laughs> yeah it's um uh, it's awesome i'm guy and i have had this vision for a long time like ever since we started um and i don't know the x-men the you familiar with x-men the, the show the or show the comic the books yeah. yeah so like like uh professor x and he has like x-men school for the gifted right so yeah we just always had this like thing that at some point we're going to create this academy where all these like light workers and spiritual beings and like all the people that think that they're weird or blah, 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 <laughs> get to come out and just shine and like be the, the gift that they are into the world. And I find that now as all this stuff is happening, we've like found each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, like all these people are coming out of the, the woodwork and they're like, all right, it's time. It's time. I'm like, yes, yes, it's time. It's time. Let's do this. So it's, uh, it's really cool to be able to spend time with people who I know are sharing light with the world from this very um, embodied place. Not as like a, I'm here to make money and let me sound really good, but like I've actually lived the experiential part of it and are really attuned to sharing it. So. Yeah, I love that. I'd be down to do all sorts of stuff with you guys. So <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, we could talk about that offline. Yeah. But uh, for everyone else, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, would love Janelle just connect with her, and if you have questions or any follow up, 
feel free to reach out to us, Elon at satoriprime.com or guy at satoriprime.com. And until we speak again, have an amazing week. Yes. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as we did delivering it. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. Now, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It is a quickly growing community with amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can absolutely guarantee that you will love that group. Also, as I mentioned earlier, if you head to satoriprime.com forward slash my satori, you can grab that latest 90 minute mind expanding training for free. So go grab a notepad, a drink and buckle up for that one amazing ride. Well, until next time, have an amazing day, my friend. We look forward to personally connecting with as many of you as possible and seeing how Satori Prime can help you achieve your dream life today.